Welcome back to Entertainment Banter. My name is Joel. And I'm Matt. And tonight, or this morning, or this evening, we are going to be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. The I love movie. Sonic the Hedgehog. But the movie. Oh, the movie. Yes. The movie. Let's do that. The movie. They are making a live action movie. Came out Valentine's Day. Wait, it came out today? Yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. It is out. It is out, guys. So if you haven't seen that movie yet, I don't blame you because it just came out. Why 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 uh why Sonic the Hedgehog? Seems obscure. I don't know why studios chose Sonic the Hedgehog, but they announced it what what we want to say, like a year ago? Yeah. Yeah, at least. It was it became really publicly known that it was being done and I'm sure people knew about it before then, but they released a trailer. How interesting was this trailer, Matt? Tell us about this trailer. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> it was a classic Hollywood trailer where they decided to make a movie about Sonic the Hedgehog, a classic beloved character known for the past 30 years. <laughs> and uh, they decided to change the look of Sonic to make him look more realistic. Mm. So let's they take... kept him They kept him blue, by the way. <laughs> let's back up one second. This is Go not ahead. a this is not a prediction podcast. This is not going to be what's going on in Sonic the Hedgehog. This is more of how a company is doing it right for the fans. Yes. So what, yes. so he was blue. They got that. So he right. Well, here's the thing. Well, this is the irony, right? So Sonic the Hedgehog, in case you live under a rock, is a video game character. It was one of the first uh, side-scrolling games that was incredibly fast for. You had react. You had to have very quick reaction time, and it was that's what made it exciting. Right. And you know, the character would run fast, roll, and get coins. And the more he rolled, the faster he got. And you know, the more you had to really pay attention to what was. You didn't know what you were rolling into because you're going so fast. And it became a great game. And it was a Sega game, and it was at the time it was Mario Brothers' rival. I was so just going to gonna say it was Sega's answer to Mario. Right. And it was completely different gameplay. Completely different gameplay, but at the same time had that same, for lack of a better term, Mario feel. It was just a Sega version. And so, uh, you know, 30 years later, they're like, why don't we make this movie? So they wanted to make the movie, but then they created it, they did it, they filmed it, and pictures started showing up on the internet, trailers started to show, and this is around the time where Star Wars is bombing, and uh, people are upset about how Hollywood changes things so dramatically. And uh, the people that made this movie, they made Son the Hedgehog. They, the character didn't look like the character. And he was blue, but he had this weird eyes, weird nose, weird mouth. Smaller, have, smaller eyes, bigger nose. He didn't have his white gloves. Human and, teeth. Human teeth. And so people were upset because, you know. and then We the were not upset. Upset, Matt. Upset I'm is not when. Upset is when you have a flat tire in the morning. You get upset when <laughs> you burn your toast. How no, you, no. How do you describe People this? were appalled. It was oh, gross. Okay, the appalled. internet <laughs> took up a storm. <laughs> well, it's what well, this is interesting though, because again, the studio was saying stuff like uh, they were trying to make it look more realistic, which is hilarious because you've got a blue hedgehog that's like three foot something that's blue. And they're saying by giving it human teeth, it's now more realistic, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yes. But, but we're not going to trash on the studio said for this. Twice. 
I did. It was Paramount, this right? Is a, this is a big butt, but yeah, <laughs> it's Paramount. But what did they but, do right, Joel? What did again. they do right? It's a drinking game, guys. Yeah. What they did. But this is what happened. <laughs> After that sh- thing they called a trailer hit the theaters, and it started they out with uh, it started fans. out with uh, with uh, Snoop Dogg's Gangster Paradise, right? Yeah. They blamed the white men. They they trashed the the people, the fan base. That's they, what they did, right? They did. They they drug no, they us didn't. through the dirt. You know what yeah, they did? No. They you know asked. They they, they 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 called up Matt Matt they, and said, they "Hey, called, they called the sexist." They Matt and I were FaceTiming actually at the time, and it was it really yeah. it was really weird. And he got a phone call on his on his wife's phone, but it was for him. We knew it was for him. It was really <laughs> weird. Um, Matt's a very popular guy, and he was. And then he 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 picked up the phone. He uh, <laughs> didn't say a word, and nope. then he hung up. And then I'm yeah. like, Matt, what's going on? And then he he walks away from the t- from the screen. He comes back. He doesn't say a word to me. I can just see like the color leaving his eyes. And then and then he puts her spring lipstick on and like eyeshadow and <laughs> shit like that. I'm like, Matt, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, What what was with that phone call? And he goes, You know what? I might as well look good if they're gonna fuck me. <laughs> and you know so what Joe, they did? They fucked us. No, yeah, it's hilarious. But, you know what? But they didn't. But, they didn't do any of those things. Then you know but then the fans rejoiced because paramount it's paramount right it's someone fact yes. checking me someone yes. fact check me yeah it's it's i think it is paramount yeah they released a new trailer months later delayed the opening of the movie and redid sonic there was rejoicing in the streets i swear yeah. there was cheering there was <laughs> confetti maybe it was all in my room but the dead it were happened. rising from the, the dead graves. were rising the coronavirus yeah. was not a thing yeah yeah. It was it, it was, was pure beautiful. joy. It was bliss. And it's just amazing that they actually listened to the fans and they took film people were saying it was a, a publicity stunt, but to actually the it, it looked it didn't look like a half done Sonic. It it's looked like that was publicity that stunt. looked that looked like he was going to be it. So if this is was a public publicity stunt. They paid they're not going to get their money's worth, but no. people definitely said after they changed Sonic like they weren't interested in seeing the movie before, but now since they listened a lot of people are going to go see the movie. Oh yeah, because it, it looks big, like Sonic now. He looks like it was, fucking Sonic. It was a it was a big gamble, you know, like huge. It in a time and Paramount is one of those companies that we've trashed before with Michael Bay Transformers and Ninja Turtles and right. stuff. So I think it's interesting that unlike <laughs> Disney, they actually listen to the fan base, and it's funny because they right. they said, you know what, we're going to go back and redo it, and I mean. They want to please the fans. They want to please the fans. Kudos to them. Well, and uh, so I personally am going to go support the film because just for that reason alone. If they didn't do that, who would have seen the movie? Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I guess they had no choice. It would have gone the way of Dragon Ball Evolution. I was just going to say that because you're not going to huge. It would have been so. Some people saw Dragon Ball Evolution. It was a shitty ass live action made American made Dragon Ball Z film that was produced by Fox. Or distributed by Fox Entertainment, which is now Disney. So they, it was, it was garbage, utter garbage, and only really, really hardcore fans saw it. And then I don't know who else saw it. And then the hardcore fans burned their eyes out, and they're probably all dead now. Yeah. But so Sonic the Hedgehog, if it came out the way it did, I think hardcore fans would have still saw it, but it would not have gotten the traction that it is getting now with how it looks. 
Well, and that's why we talked about it before, but I did say that I feel like all of this wokeness and all these changes as a whole, Hollywood is starting to get the the picture. Some and I, some and companies Paramount, are. Paramount well, got Paramount, there. Paramount can't afford to to waste money like no Disney. way. I mean, Sony, you know, they're about to be bought by Apple. Yeah, let's get real yeah, here. So, I mean, so they really can't afford to screw around. So it was a wise choice on their part. Um, another thing too that I want to mention is uh, it goes back to the same. It's the same problem with Hollywood with these types of films too. Is like everything has to be political these days, and uh, and if it's not in the movie, it's the actors going above and beyond to make their cases known. And I just want to say, like Jim Carrey, he uh, he is very controversial these days in his private life. Some of his artwork in his studios are very political based and um, and very controversial. And he got he just recently got in trouble actually for an interview he did, and it might have been for Sonic the Hedgehog because he came <laughs> across as a he was hitting on the on the person and um, giving the interview, and it didn't go over so well with some fan base. But that's not what I want to talk about with Jim Carrey. What I want to talk about with Jim Carrey is one of the things he said, which I really appreciated, was you know they were talking about how politics affect movies, and um, I'm paraphrasing based on what I read in the article, but basically what it sounded like was he admitted that his personal views have nothing to do with Sonic the Hedgehog, that he just wanted to make a movie for the fans. And to me, again, whether he means it or not, I don't care. It's just the fact that he pretends or means and acknowledges that makes me think, oh, thank God, I can just go watch this movie now without having to worry about his opinions of politics or whatever or the movie itself having opinions or politics like it, the fact that they one redid the Sonic Hedgehog character's design, and two, they have an actors or they have actors or cast members that are willing to put their personal beliefs aside just to make a character in a movie. Because let's let's be real, Doctor Robotnik, come on, if he has to have a an, a world agenda or view, I mean, give me a break, you know. Like, so I'm really glad that they were able to make this film for the sake of. God help them, the fans, like not pissing off your fans, make that money, yo. It's really a simple concept. Yeah. Just listen to the fans. I don't listen don't listen to all of them because a lot of them are crazy. Yeah, that's a good yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. but at least listen to majority. If you know, if a million people said Sonic needed to look needed to be blue, and you're like, you know what? This one person says he needs to be yellow, so I'm gonna make him yellow. No. If a million right. people says it tastes like chicken, it probably tastes like beef. No, it tastes like chicken. You know what I mean? Like, how can that many people be wrong? Like, if you want, if you're going to please, like, if 10 million people said, what the fuck, it should be this way, and then you do it that way, they're all, those 10 million people are probably guaranteed to see it. That's automatic advertisement, like, sold to them. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Well, and it's interesting, too, like, you know, in the trailers, they do poke fun at some things, like he's watching the, I'm just moving on because I, you know, I don't want to talk about it because they actually did it right. So there's nothing negative to say about the politics or the process of the film so far that I'm aware of. So I'm just going to move on to what we know so far. I haven't seen the film yet. I'm going to go see it. Uh, but uh, you know, even the trailer, you know, there's there's one there's funny jokes of him reading the Flash comic, you know, while he's running in a dishwasher or a washing machine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey. 
Jim Carrey's character looks hilarious as Dr. Robotnik. I think, I mean, I, it's weird to see a skinny a Eggman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but <laughs> does he need to be fat? Who knows? Probably not. No. But he looked the part, you know, he looked, he did, at first I was skeptical, but then towards the end you start to see do you where know, they understood that. Do you know who would have played a great Robotnik? What's that? Who do you think? Come on. I, if, I they, if they couldn't get Jim Carrey, who would have been a better choice? It, alive or dead? He's dead now. What, you think like a Chris Farley type or John Candy? <laughs> no, I was thinking Robin Williams. Oh, uh, yeah, but he's not fat either. And he would have looked he was too bigger. old for the part. Uh, maybe. Uh, he would have been looked too old for the part. Um, <clears throat> it's funny you say that. I just watched Hook <laughs> the other oh. day, and I miss Roof. him before Feet. I watched that movie. Oh, yeah, I just yeah. watched something where Matt Damon took over Jimmy Kimmel's show, and Robin Williams did the uh, the intro, and it was just nice to see him again. Yeah, uh, we got off subject bad on this, huh? Um, so once again, so Hollywood, the headshot. Well, oh, you're gonna talk Hollywood. Do Hollywood? No, so Hollywood. Yeah, so so Hollywood is not playing ball, but at the same time, they are playing ball, and it's nice to see that the if your fans do speak up, things can happen. So uh, social well, media did like something good for once. Studios are doing battle lines, but certain now, studios are yeah, doing the battle so lines. Who, so what? What do you think the next thing? Do you think Disney will actually? Start listening to its fans. I mean, obviously, the taking no. of Star well, Wars last three, the last trilogy, is making them redesign some things. I, yeah, I, I doubt they're going to listen because it seems like they're tripling down on the Marvel side of things. So, I don't, I don't think they're going to listen to the fans. No. Do you, Do you think that Star Wars had a chance? Because I feel like no fan would have been happy with it. I agree with you. I think uh, because there are so many things extended from it that Lucas yeah. made canon. And people wanted to see that on the live screen, but since Disney wanted to not use any of that to keep it all a secret, I think that was like one of the main goals was so no one would guess what's well, going on. We know what's so. interesting is uh, to answer your question. I think you're right. I think when it came to the rise of Skywalker, there was even if it was like done perfectly, no one would have been happy because people were just so upset at the fact that they just disregarded. The original cast, original story was inconsistent the whole way through. Like you, 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 we knew it was garbage. We, there was no recovery at that point. It was, the train wreck had started. Right. So the only way Disney could have saved Star Wars was Disney Plus, and they did a great start with the Mandalorian. But the problem with that is they had other things slated, like the Obi Wan series and TV show, and already that is under controversy. So the same pattern that happened with the feature films is now starting with the Disney plus TV shows of star Wars. So it's like, here we go again. Like I'm already cringing at all of this. Like I don't care. And the fact that, like I said, Disney's doubling down on the, the wokeness or whatever you want to call it for the next bunch of Marvel things. It's like, yeah, no, Disney's just stupid. They're like double tripling down right now and they're not going to make it. Um, Paramount is going to do a new G.I. Joe movie called Snake Eyes, or it's going to be all about Snake Eyes. But what's weird is because Paramount's the one that just did Sonic the Hedgehog. So on one hand, you've got a studio that did a character design, people backlashed, they fixed it before it released in theaters. But with Snake Eyes, I'm not so sure how this is going to play out because they're already talking about revealing his face he's not going to be wearing his mask a lot and a lot of fans that are G.I. Joe fans are already upset about that so it could just be Sonic is a one-time wonder or or maybe 
you but know, it also depends who's directing good. it. You know what I mean? Maybe the director's like, maybe I should listen to the, he made the call for Sonic, and then the director for G.I. Joe is going to be like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do it the way I want to. Yeah. No, it's true. And But you know who wins out in that scenario? It's the box office. Nobody. We'll nobody wins in that well, scenario. Well, we'll see. The, we'll see. No, well, I'm talking from a producer company yeah. mm-hmm. standpoint. Um, if well, you, because, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, just because like you're one of the one of the suits, you think you know better. You're like, Psh, I know better than you, and that's where that right. mentality comes from. I know better than you. I can make it work. Well, you know. But what at I the mean? end of the day, the director has to answer to the studio. So the studio still hires them. So they have that's their true. hands are tied at some point. So somebody in the studio, a director goes and makes a stand and says, "Hey, listen, I'm just telling you right now, they ain't gonna sell. That this is not gonna sell if we don't fix this." And they either have to make that case and sell it and, and be able to fix it. And maybe some people are more convincing than others. But that's a huge risk because if I said I direct this on the hedgehog, we made him, you know, green with polka dots and people don't like it. We got to fix it. And the producers say or the studio says, I don't know. That's going to cost a lot of money. It's your ass. You're not going to work in this town again if we don't make the money back. Now they're, you know, paying double to get this stuff fixed. And mm-hmm. it's like... Do it right the first you time. Know, do it right the first time is what should happen. But, you know, so to get it convinced enough to fix, fix the problem, now they got to make that money back. If they make the money back and it does well at the box office, then, you know, that, that studio is going to remember that director. But if a director makes snake eyes and he's never wearing his mask and, you know, people hate it and it bombs, then people at the studio are going to remember that director and say, hey. You... This... Go on. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no I was just going well, I was just going to say, like, you got two directors. One that said, we fucked up, we need to fix it. One says, we fucked up, we're not going to fix it. You know, if one makes more money than the other, that's the one they're going to go with. And the rest of the time, they're there at the studio. Which is shitty. It could be just $1 difference. They'll go with the higher. Yep. So. Do you think that's why Rogue One did so well, Star Wars? Because it was like, I, this is my personal opinion. Not that I know, but Rogue One, it did one of the better as a solo movie, as a Star Wars movie. Because it it followed characters that we didn't know, and that's why the Mandalorian did so well. It's following characters we don't know, and that's why they're doing well with it. That's why I'm pretty sure the Star Wars movies and the and the whole solo movie and any TV show they make that's based off characters we already know. I think it's gonna it's doomed to fail because the Star Wars fan base is so strong and so large and so stubborn. They already taken it as it is. This is canon and these books, these comics, these video games, these short films. So Disney, make these fucking short films. Make these in the movies. Why aren't you? Well, I think you brought up a good point. It doesn't have to just relate to Star Wars. I think the fact that you take a brand like Ninja Turtles, you know, My Little Pony, whatever you want to call it, Care Bears for crying out loud, like uh, DuckTales, you know, like people know Ooh. these characters they know these brands you know so if you alter it too much or change it too much it's going to upset the fan base as a whole of whether course. whether it's a uh, you know uh done right or not i guess i think you are you made a, a valid point to some extent i think because you were talking about how there are people we don't know but the reality is rogue one was successful because we did it's hard to explain but we did know those characters in some aspect we just didn't know the details of those core individuals but we knew yavin 4 we knew the place we knew the time setting it's like a window into another 
section of a movie we've already watched. So like instead of watching this side of the mirror, we're watching that side of the mirror. We still know it's the mirror, but we're getting to see another side of that mirror that we didn't get to see. And I think that's what drew people in to see Rogue One because it was all familiar. Like we'd been there before and just from a different angle, from a different perspective. And when it comes to uh, things like uh, you mentioned Rogue One, that was before that was a fuck up. You know, people forget 60% of that movie was reshot. But um, Rogue One? Yeah, but oh, the wow. reality the reality is uh, no one gave it the time of day at the time because that was the first one, you know, of many to come, but that was the first one. So we were thinking, oh, they reshot 60% of it. We were thinking the same thing as saw in the Hedgehog at the time. Like, oh, it's really great that they went back and reshot all that. They spent the money to do it right and all oh, this, 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 right. and this. But then we found out it was a it was a bad pattern, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but I think it, it just boils down to like you know honoring the characters. I mean, I mentioned Ducktales for crying out loud. And I was just thinking Woo. like we already know like those characters were all together and how they got together. But it would be interesting to see Scrooge McDuck when he was young. A whole movie about him when he was young, right? Oh that, that's gosh. something that you you'd watch. Because you know the character enough, but you don't know what he was like when he was younger, or you didn't see all the adventures when he was younger. You know, so you still have to honor what we know of him, but it is new enough that we—it's our nostalgia that would draw us to that kind of film. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I know we're running short on time for this pod, but I was thinking, like, what do you think of the classic? Oh, they come into our world, kind of thing. Sonic X, the last TV show that I remember of Sonic the Hedgehog that's what happened they got sent to our world but once again it's another movie where these outlandish characters come to our world it's like why, gotta, in the why 80s. does it have to be our world yeah i why mean there are clips of in him in his world but he's in mostly in our world who's on so it why, really yeah so why is that why is that well, why we, do they always we gotta do watch the movie but i don't know why they always choose like smurfs in our world i don't know or garfield well garfield kind of is in our world that, i got that's... into a train of thought I don't even know. It was something about like they should make an origin story of that, and I think they did, but I can't remember what it is now, and it's driving me nuts. It has nothing to do Persona? with our topic. No, it has nothing to do with our topic. Oh, <laughs> it's just driving okay. me nuts. I had to get it off. Um, All right, fair enough. Yeah, so I don't know why we have to go into our world. Maybe we'll watch it and find out. But it, it seems silly if they have this whole world already designed and the whole storyline designed. Why are they in our world? Why well, didn't why didn't they Aries, do, right? Why didn't why didn't Eggman just end up getting sucked into his world and that's how we found out how he got there, you know? Like why is Sonic in our world? Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like we never focus on their worlds, which is that's to me as a designer, I would think you'd want to spend more time in that world than and, and aren't you not. Well, yeah, you get more creativity, you can do what you want. But what why is what's the deal with Sonic? Is the reason Egg Eggman is looking for him for his speed his power his crystal what the hell does he no, have no it's just uh eggman basically is his whole goal as to why i don't really know or care but he's converting all the oh he wants to make wild, energy wildlife so to speak into robots into and power so, yeah so uh he converts them all into robots and sonic is the monkey wrench in his plan because he's going around trying to save all of them he, he wants and, to capture sonic too he, i think he wants sonic for unlimited power too Sonic. Yeah, and then it gets more complicated with the the stones, you know, the the yeah, crystals coming into play, rings. and 
Yeah, and the rings. Yeah, his so rings. That... He needs his rings. He thinks he needs to fucking get his rings. He gets them. He yeah. smashes them. He sniffs them. So, do you think tails and knuckles are going to be in this movie? I was just going to ask you that. I I have not seen them. If they are, they might be in the just in the world that he lives yeah. in briefly before he they get sucked out. Pink one, the girl one, whatever the fuck that one is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy, I think is her name. Ugh. Yeah. So, I mean, do you have a favorite song, the Hedgehog game? Is there one in particular that stands out to you? never beaten a sonic the hedgehog game or i can't remember wow. and it was just I, I was a nintendo guy so i didn't really mm. yeah, so i would say the first one for me was the most classic and traditional one for sure yeah okay yeah, yeah. it's kind of so interesting that's... too that the Nint- uh, sega got their flagship character on their second system many people don't know this but there was nintendo entertainment system was the nes and it's that was the flagship system that started Nintendo, more or less. And then Sega's was the master system. Right. Genesis is when Sonic appeared, and that was the first. That was on the 16-bit system when the master system was only eight. Nintendo started off with Mario. Let's let's remember that. Right. Right. It's interesting too that how Nintendo has adopted uh, Sonic more as their character. I than honestly other upset that when I saw when Sega threw in their towel and said, we're done making systems, we're only gonna make video games from now on. I was really upset when I saw Sega on an Xbox system. If I was Sega, I would've been like, well, Mario, you've been our rival this whole time. Nintendo, would you like Sonic as another Nintendo character? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that would've been really cool, but it's fine. Mario and Sonic Olympics and all that is fine, so it's been fine. Yeah, so I mean, just sort of my final thought is I'm going to go see Sonic the Hedgehog. I encourage anybody that cares about the process of Hollywood, um, at least in the process of not bashing its fan base, uh, go yeah, support this go, movie. Yeah, go support it, please. You'll yep, probably hear this because, podcast afterwards and it's already on DVD, yeah. but then go buy the DVD then. Then right? go buy it, rent it digitally, whatever. Just give them some money for it because Can you at even least for rent this, physically still? Yeah, you can. No, I said rent digitally. No, I know, but can you rent physically? You can't go to yeah, a. Yeah, you place, got Redbox. You got Redbox. Oh, still, right, right, right. But Blockbuster's um, gone. Rest yeah, in pieces. But, anyways, you can, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, just go support it because it, it, Paramount may not last long. They may botch G.I. Joe and piss everybody off like everybody else does. Well, I think Apple na- wants to buy them, so. So, for now, anyways, uh, at least for this film, uh, support the filmmakers that made it because they fought for you. You made a stink and they fought for you, so it, it's. It's only fair that you go and support them. Yeah, Nick and Platypus, go watch that movie. <laughs> so um, on and, that note. And Matt's oh, mom. Uh, my mom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so on that note, uh, thank you for listening to uh, Entertainment Banter. My name is Matt. And that makes me Joel. And put a fork in me because I'm done. <laughs>